0: And then the first round coming up soon enough. And to talk about that and much more, we welcome on now Kyle Matson, co-host of Candlestick Chronicles for the Blue Wire Pods. Kyle, long time no talk. Actually, before we get into the NBA playoffs, Tristan, I'm going to let you take that. The Warriors, huge favorites, minus 300 over the Kings. Uh, what do you think about possibly Aaron Rodgers to the San Francisco 49ers? I don't think it's actually going Stop. to happen. But if this falls through with the Jets... What do you think they would have to give up in any chance? No, I'm just kidding, but who do you think the starter (laughs) ends up being? Is it Brock Purdy or do you still believe in Trey Lance? Because I know what they're saying, but I still think it ends up being Trey Lance.
1: So, I'm a big believer in Trey Lance, too. I just don't know if he's going to get a chance to be what I think he can be with the 49ers, and that's the problem. I think the Niners view Brock Purdy as a guy who can win this year, and they don't want to go through whatever growing pains they think Trey Lance is going to have to go through. So, I think Lance is eventually going to be a really good quarterback, but if Brock Purdy's healthy, I don't think he's going to get that chance in San Francisco.
2: Are you seeing this series price between our dubs and uh, the Sacramento Kings? That the dubs, our dubs, are minus minus 275 to win the series uh, when the Kings have home court advantage and our dubs happen to be one of the worst road teams in the NBA?
1: I saw that last night, and I knew the Warriors were going to be favored, but not like this. This is cra- this is a 3-6 matchup. And you said it, the Warriors allowed teams to shoot like 39% or 40% from 3 uh, when they were on the road this year. And they have to go win at Golden 1 Center once, maybe twice. I man, that's that's crazy.
2: For for people Kyle who like my guy PJ PJ Glasser, our producer uh, who really is like untouched snow he's he's not the most he's more of a narrative based better when it comes to these this NBA can you Same. give him some context of of golden 1 and how much of a home court advantage it is for the kings
1: Yeah it's just well I I I'm not sure how much it's going to be that in this series they haven't been awesome at home all year Mm-hmm. And when an, when a crowd's rolling, like okay, that's great. But what happens when the Warriors go on a twelve nothing run, and the crowd gets tight? Does the yep. team get tight? Like that's that's the that's where that playoff experience factor for Golden State, I think, comes in. Because I don't think they're going to be shook by. It. Remember Game Six of the Finals last year? Boston went on that huge run to start the game in Boston, and the Warriors came out and went like twenty three to two for the next six minutes. I I, I that's. I don't know if it's golden one center that's necessarily the home court advantage. I think it's any road game for the warriors. That's a problem.
0: Now, like everybody's going to talk about the warriors and their struggles on the road, which makes sense. But also the Kings are a really good road team too 25 and 16. Mm-hmm. So do you think that they could come into golden state? Do you think that they could beat the warriors on the road? Or do you think that that home court advantage just is just way too big?
1: No, I definitely think they can, but I'm, I'm not Multiple sure. Times, though? That. Like that. Yeah, because yeah, the Warriors, the, the Andrew Wiggins is the big key for me. I don't know where you guys land on this, but if Andrew Wiggins is 75% of himself, 80%, at least defensively, I think it's going to be really hard to beat Golden State, uh, particularly at Chase Center. Now, if he comes back and he's coming off the bench and he's kind of struggling a little bit and he can't find his shot and he's just kind of a minus player, I don't know where the Warriors win games, whether it's at Chase or or Golden 1. The other factor is where do the fans go? Like, what does the travel look like to Sacramento? What does the travel look like, vice versa, to to Chase Center? Um, I think that's going to kind of play a role in this series too. Uh, but I, I, if if the Warriors are playing well, I don't know how the Kings go into to chase and and win one.
2: Outside of the Andrew Wiggins factor, because I think everybody kind of knows that if Andrew Wiggins is a lockdown defender, which is what he is when he's playing his best basketball, like it's going to be really tough to score uh, on the wing. And and that's kind of what the Mm -hmm. the Kings are going to want to do. What is the one player you think for each team you think needs to play really well outside of like the Steph, Deere, and Fox matchup um, that you think is like really key?
1: I think for the Kings, I think it's going to be Kevin Herter because it feels like he's going to wind up taking a lot of big shots for them. Like, the the Warriors are going to get it out of De'Aaron's hands, especially late in games. Like, they're going to get it out of De'Aaron's hands. Okay, you throw Draymond on Sabonis. Sabonis is now is working at the nail. And, oh, there's Kevin Herter. He's wide open because they've left Steph Curry just kind of over there. Uh, I think I think he's going to be a, a, a big factor for them, especially in the mid-range. Like, when they run him off the line, he can hit that little 15, 16-footer. And then for the Warriors, it's your guy, Trista Jordan Poole. Mm, if Jordan guy. Poole... Do love Jordan Poole Just really a fun watch. No, if, if if he's playing well, again the Warriors are are really really tough to beat. But if he's doing heat checks because he made a layup, that's that's a problem for for the Warriors.
0: What are your thoughts on the job that Mike Brown's obviously done with Sacramento and how big of a deal do you think it is? You know, just that he was an assistant coach with the warriors. He knows this team so well. Do you think that maybe that's a little bit overblown or do you think that maybe that's something that people aren't
1: talking enough about? I think it, it might help a little bit, but at the end of the day, like, Hey, stop Stephen Curry is not mm-hmm. just like a, th- like, it's not new. It's not, like they, I, I just, I don't think there's any secrets necessarily with the warriors at this point. So it, it's maybe a little bit of an advantage, uh, I think the bigger advantage that, that that Mike Brown has, and really that that he's had all year, is just kind of his demeanor. I'm a big vibes guy. I don't know if uh, you know that about me, dude. Curating vibes always. Um, by the way, I think Kyle actually that,
2: has a uh, tattoo of uh, something Harry Potter related, and I think it's vibes related.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, big <laughs> time, big time on the vibes of, of dead relatives staying with you for your whole life uh (laughs) no um i just i think mike brown's like demeanor is is gonna be really key for for the kings because it wouldn't shock me at all if golden state goes into golden one uh in in game one and wins by like 15 like that wouldn't stun me at all but i think mike brown is the kind of coach that can keep his team from reeling and and letting that snowball and all of a sudden they're losing in four or five games that's where i think mike brown can really play a key role i'm just not sure if if there's things the Warriors are going to do offensively or defensively that that he's necessarily going to be able to really help with, especially over the course of a seven-game series where things are going to change.
0: I saw this is going to be the most expensive ticket, you know, uh, first-round series and game one, obviously, because there's not a whole lot of travel as we've talked about. But, like, do you see this as a rivalry, like, with the fans? And do you think that, like, this is what the players look at it like, like a rivalry or, like, the start of a rivalry or not really with these two teams?
1: I think the I don't I don't think it's necessarily that for the players because the Kings are there for the first time in 16 years like right. they're just I, I don't I say happy to be there not that they're satisfied but like that's their focus like they're there they now have a task to accomplish and that's really how they have viewed it all year you know the fans are like yeah 41 wins this is awesome it the... the Kings have just been like no this is not the final step like there's things to do here. And the Warriors have taken kind of that same approach. After they after they beat Portland in the season finale, they were kinda of like, okay, we got to where we needed to go. Now it's time to really ramp up. I think if from a fan perspective, these teams have never been good at the same time. This is the first time the Kings came to Sacramento in nineteen eighty five. This is the first time they've ever gone to the playoffs in the same year. So I think that this is the start of a of a rivalry because they've never really clashed head to head. They've never really played a game that really matters, even. So, I think this is the start of something. And I think it's honestly going to be on the Warriors to keep it up. Because I think the Kings are set for the next five, six years where you're just going to kind of see them in the postseason and being a factor. The Warriors, not so much. So, I, if if Golden State's going to continue to stick around, I think this is the start of something that could be a lot of fun.
2: None of us, Kyle, wanted this matchup. Like, we didn't. Uh, mm. Just because of you obviously having ties to Sacramento, being a big Golden State fan, just the... This is the, like, crosstown feeling between mm-hmm. fans. I-, I was surprised that the Kings rested all of their starters uh, against the Warriors in a-, in a game that the Warriors really needed. Why do you think they, they did that?
1: I'm not uh, – I'm, I'm as surprised as you. They didn't load manage all year. And then in a spot where like, Mike Brown was on the Warriors staff last year when they won the final five of the regular season before going into the postseason, and they, they rolled through the playoffs. Because prior to that, I think they were 7-16 and 16 over, over their previous 23 games. Like, they were not playing well and then they ramp up and they play awesome down the stretch. I thought that's for sure what the Kings were going to do, but they lose that road game in Minnesota, they lost a home game to the Spurs, they rest against the Warriors. It was just an odd an odd way to play at the end of the year and then their starters only played like a half in Denver. I get wanting to mitigate injury risk, but I thought I was certain that they were going to play out the string, try to win 50 games and and play their best basketball going into the play- going into the playoffs and they just they didn't. I was very surprised by that.
2: Yeah, especially considering the matchup, you could maybe get the Warriors into the seven. I, I it was a, it's sort of an inexplicable move to me.
1: Yeah, and and just I, I get maybe wanting to save some stuff for the playoffs, and wanting to you know hide some matchups or whatever you're gonna do. But you can do that while still trying to win with your with your starters. I was I I was certain they were gonna play their guys, and then. <laughs> they didn't so who do you we'll like see if coming... it's advantage kings who yeah.
0: do you have coming out of the west do you have golden state and then who do you think matches up the best because you obviously have memphis and they're most likely going to take on i mean well obviously the winner of the lakers minnesota series and i know a lot of people are giving love to the lakers the way they played the last couple months but who do you have coming out of the west and who do you think matches up the best with golden state here
1: i don't think anybody's beating phoenix four times in seven games if Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are are both playing and healthy, I just that that's that's too much, uh, especially down the stretch of a game, final five minutes. You have those guys. Both of them can get a buy, both of them can get a bucket in ISO. Um, I I just I, I don't know who's hanging with Phoenix for for seven games, and I think that's a tough matchup for Golden State. Um, I also think the Grizzlies are a hard matchup for Golden State, uh, even though the Warriors kind of got the better of them early in this year. I think they have Memphis' attention now in a way that, that um, they didn't before. And Memphis has a ton of length. They have a ton of athletes. And that's really what's given the Warriors problems. And I just don't know if Golden State's beating them in a seven-game series, especially when uh, when Memphis has home court again.
2: I'm curious. Uh, Kyle uh, Kyle Sh- Shlomo Anderson has mm. now beefed uh, with Rudy Gobert, says that there's some decisions to make. This feels like an automatic... Uh, maybe Warriors target player. Uh, when they're looking to shed salary, do you think that's the case? Do you think that if you're talking about maybe moving guys in the off season, if the dynasty doesn't continue with our dubs, which I'm sure it will, because I bet them like a million different ways. <laughs> uh, like if you're looking to swap out players for someone like Kyle Anderson, who do you think goes?
1: Man, um, probably like Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green is a huge disappointment. Yeah. By the way. I think they thought yeah. he was going to be like an Otto Porter replacement, but Jamichael Green does not play the size that he is. And no. that's kind of bared itself out over the years. He's just not really part of the rotation anymore. Um, I, I, that's really, but I mean, maybe Draymond winds up going, but Kyle Anderson isn't going to be a Draymond replacement. Right. Um, Dante DiVincenzo is definitely gone. But again, that's not, Kyle Anderson isn't necessarily replacing Dante DiVincenzo. Um, so maybe, maybe I, I could, he's a Warriors type player. Yeah. Like for sure. Like he's going to knock down a three. He's going to make the right play. I personally can't stand watching Kyle Anderson play basketball. Yeah.
2: He's a when your
1: entire player. ethos yeah. as a player is look how slow I am. I'm out, bro. I don't want to watch that. I'm done with that. Everybody look you, how slow I am. This is so cool.
0: What do you think about John Collins saying that uh, Trey Young's a way better playmaker than Steph Curry?
1: Okay. John Collins. <laughs> uh I, I, okay like what are your I, thoughts actually what are
0: your thoughts on Steph Curry what are your thoughts on Steph I'm sorry on Trey Young
1: oh is Steph Curry he's okay he's I was
2: like wow I, that's man. a really like that's a that's a bit that's like a I'm
1: better shooter a than Reggie Miller yeah it's, <laughs> um no Steph Curry top 35 player of all time I think um no Trey Young's good I I think that I think that all the Steph Curry comps colored my my thoughts of him as a player coming in like I really liked him at Oklahoma I mean you just coming across the half court line and pulling up like yeah that's awesome I love that I think he's a little bit better passer than Steph Uh, maybe maybe because he has to because he's not quite as good of a shooter but um he's not even close yeah, no, but at this point of his career, he's probably a better quote-unquote playmaker than Curry was, you know, four or five seasons in, whatever whatever Trey is now. But I just I, – I don't think Trey's ever going to be the best player on a championship team, and I did not think that was the case I when agree. he first came into the league. Uh, and he might just be kind of a punk. Like, yeah, I might just be Trey. out on him. Like, we were talking vibes earlier. I think Trey's got bad vibes. Mm-hmm.
2: Really quick uh, – And bad I've hair. Like, I've got, like, definitely that. I've got, like, 15 seconds. Our – are do you think the A's are gonna be as bad as as we thought or worse? Like do you think they could lose no. like over a hundred games?
1: No, they're they are losing a hundred games. My question is whether it's one twenty or one thirty. Wow. They stink.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's and a it tough hurts. watch, man. It it's a tough me. watch. Kyle, thanks yeah. so much, man. Good luck. We'll Appreciate have you on you again try. soon. I'll see
2: you in Sacramento, hopefully. I gotta I gotta tell you what's going on. It's so oh,
1: bad. Let's go. Let's Kyle go. Madsen.
0: Hanging out with Trista in Sacramento.